Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Rain Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in sunny, but a little chilly. I know I'm not going to complain, but okay, I've been cold a little bit all day. Um, <laughs> and I did bring a sweater, but it doesn't have long sleeves, so it's really not that effective. But it is absolutely gorgeous here inside of my uh, backyard. It's stunning. Everything's in bloom. I wanted to um, give a shout out to the East Coast. Alyssa and I, my assistant and I traveled there uh, this past week. I had so much fun. I smooth mean, travels? Smooth travels. Not yeah, a glitch awesome. in anything. Beautiful. Uh, of course, you kind of lose a little bit of sleep, you right. know. <laughs> so I'm, I think I finally recovered from that yesterday. Um, but yeah, Boston was fabulous. What a young city that is. I mean, it's college-age kids everywhere. Very clean, um, easy to maneuver city, lovely. And I loved our hotel, too. Oh, my gosh. Thank goodness, after not getting a lot of sleep, you can just lay down in some luxurious bed and knock out five hours of sleep, which Mm -hmm. is really nice. And then I had the pleasure and the honor of teaching at Squam, which is this beautiful art camp in New Hampshire. And it's kind of funny, uh, Elizabeth, who's the founder of Squam, she asked me like a year ago if I would come and teach. She heard about me from the show. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of a four-star hotel girl. I'm not a camper, you know? (laughs) So the idea of cabins, you know, I wasn't saying that I was like super, oh, yay, I can't wait to go stay in a cabin and maybe shower in some building outside or something. I wasn't sure. Oh, but Squam is delightful. First of all, the view is five star I mean, of this gorgeous, you know, beautiful, beautiful Squam Lake. And the cabins are luxurious, really. They're gorgeous log, ca- log cabins. You have down blankets. You have your own bathroom, wireless. Um, in fact, the funnest thing really about the cabin too, Eric, was that every cabin has an ice box mm. instead of a refrigerator. Okay. And so it gets very cold in New Hampshire, as uh-huh. we know, in the winter. And so the staff at Squam actually harvest the ice from the lake. Wow. Puts it in an ice house. That's old school. Old school. And then they put it in your ice box, which are really cool. I mean, they're just amazing. And so, I mean, we had to go buy like a, a six-pack of beer just so we could put something in the ice box because we ate all of our meals in this beautiful, uh, huge log-type cabin um, cafeteria, which was also stunning. So I highly recommend Squam. If you want to get away, there was 160 women there from around the country and a few from uh, overseas. Um, And it was so much fun. It really was like camping, but with all the luxuries involved. Yeah, it was fabulous. Even swimming in the lake. Sounds like a good time for sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was amazing. I I love it, and I'm planning on going back next year. So Now, was it already cold enough there for them to harvest ice? Well, they they harvested it from last winter. Oh, And they put it in the ice houses, and then they bring it out, I guess, in the spring, Uh and then for... You know, various different um, organizations that filter through. So their... it wasn't fresh ice, but that's okay. Right. wasn't fresh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you couldn't tell. Ice looks like ice. Right, but right. Yeah, it was amazing. It kept everything cold. It was just really one of those crazy, cool, interesting things. Well, they had to have a system before refrigeration, and that was right. it. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah, I had a, I had a wonderful time. So if, if you ever want to get away and go to a camp, 
Um, I would say Squam Art Camp would be it. You can always go to my website and find out information about them. They're also on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, yeah, fabulous. So while I was gone, I heard that Romney had a little safu, if you will. <laughs> Snafu. <laughs> yeah. He's had a few. Yeah, but this one was kind of a big one. Well, he, there there was a few big ones. Was the, there? Well, yeah, because uh, uh, when they had the um, in the, the Libya, the the protests that ended oh, right. up uh, that ended up unfortunately taking the lives of our um, ambassador yes, over there and yes. some su- support staff, yes. which is very serious and, and nothing to make light of. But uh, uh, Romney jumped in and said, well, uh, you know, the president uh, is responsible for this and he's, uh, you know, ap- apologizing to the terrorists, you know, which hadn't Obama right. hadn't said anything. So a lot Romney of Republicans. That? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. A lot of Republicans were like, whoa, Mitt, <laughs> keep your mouth shut until you get all the facts at least. So there was that, which right. was a big snafu. Yeah. And then this video has come out uh, where he's addressing supporters at a $50,000 yeah, plate uh, fundraiser. Yeah. And he basically wrote off. Forty-seven percent of the country as <laughs> yeah. thinking of themselves as victims, and that will vote for Obama no matter what. And he doesn't care about those people anyway because they're just uh, dependent on the government, right. and, and, all, and they don't pay taxes. Unlike him, of course, that uh, puts <laughs> right. all his money in the Cayman Islands, so he doesn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> but, but for a presidential candidate to say basically, "I don't care about half the country," right. was Wow, that was a little bit uh, shocking. You get the feeling sometimes with some candidates that that may be the case, but rarely <laughs> do they say do they it? come out and say right. that. Yeah. Well, remember what I said a few shows ago? Because I love politics. This has been a quiet political year, except for recently, <laughs> actually. Um, and of course, as everyone knows, I'm a diehard liberal. But I, I love whomever we get to go into office. I hope that they do. And I, you know, wish and pray that they do whatever's in the best interest of the country, you know, because you don't always get your candidate. So we just want everything to right. work out great. But I'm telling you, the Republicans need to ask the Democrats to help them to choose uh, their next ticket person. I mean, really? I mean, they don't know what they're doing, apparently. And they need to ask for, you know, the Democrats' help because, of course, we'll help them um, choose a better candidate than what they have a history <laughs> of doing. Um, so that whoever wins will all be winners, you know, in right. the long run. Um, when we were in New Hampshire, Alyssa saw her very first Romney sign because she goes, I don't think I've ever seen a sign for Romney before. Because, you mm. know, if you don't know about Washington, we are yeah. diehard blue blue state here. Um, so that was adorable. You know, I've seen a couple really? in, in, in Tacoma, and I don't know if those are still up now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after this last week. Right. But I heard New Hampshire is actually, um, Obama is ahead in New Hampshire right, right now. So and uh, Obama is well ahead in Michigan, which is oh, wow. uh, Romney's home state. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. And and the best part about it, I think, was his um, hasty apology uh, where his hair was all a mess. He looked oh. like he looked like he was pretty stressed out. Oh, you well, know. of course. And you know, of course. And the best thing about it was that he said that he stands by everything he said, but it wasn't elegantly stated. Well, what I think is most adorable and hysterical about this is that the person who captured this was either the grandchild or the great-grandchild of our of dear president carter 
So, you know, it's kind of fascinating that the Carter family. <laughs> they're still helping the they're country helping. out. They're still yeah. doing. They yeah. still help. So, so. Um, so yeah, f- fascinating. And, of course, we wish for an excellent person to be in the White House to guide our nation and the world well, positively. Uh, as Obama said, you got to be the president of everybody. Absolutely. And not just the people that vote it's for you. True. So to, to, you know, <laughs> insult Half the country. Right. It's true. When you're running for president. Wow. Yeah. And we hope that when Democrats take office, that Republicans can feel some ease or who, whatever your political affiliation is, you know, that you feel some ease when or whoever is in the White House. That's what we all hope for, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think we all really hope that the grownups are in charge. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it doesn't seem like the grownups are in charge. And, and, yeah. and in this case, I think with this administration, I do get the feeling like serious grown-up people are in charge, you know. Well, you know, um, Ainsley McLeod, who we've interviewed on this show a couple times, he's written several books about previous lifetimes and souls' um, conscious path. And he says that most politicians, if we were to rate souls on a level of one to two, and the the lower the number, the younger the soul is, the higher the number, the older the soul is. So you've had more lifetime experiences, you're more compassionate, you're more genuine, you know, um, you're more honest. He says most politicians are about a five in the soul world. But Barack Obama is an eight. Mm, so, um, yeah. So whoever wins elections in the future, because I think Obama's going to win, um, you know, may they be an eight or higher, <laughs> you know, whatever their political ticket uh, d- says and describes about their beliefs. Um, may they be an eight or higher. Amen to that. Amen. So it's just me on the radio show today. As many of you know, I interview people from around the country, sometimes around the world. One of my favorite things to do. And then I get moments like today where I get to answer your questions all by myself. So we're taking your calls. What numbers can people use? People can call us and we've got one line open now. So if you want to call us, feel free to do that. Uh, And then if you call and you get a busy signal, keep trying because uh, lines will open up as the show goes on. We're at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And, hey, if you're a Romney supporter, I, you know, I think it would be interesting if someone came on and kind of defended that really? view. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it would be interesting. And, you know, of course, you know, uh, any questions that they have for you uh, would of be course, interesting. Of course. You know, well, too, I, you know, I, you know yeah. I always hope, like, in the healing world that, or in life in general, that we put our political beliefs aside, you know, and that we live our lives out normally being, you know, compassionate and caring to everyone in our right. wake and respectful, you know. Exactly. Um, at least that's what I hope for. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to Jean. She's volunteered to answer the phone today while Alyssa is on her way to Mexico. She's in the air right now flying for her vacation. So thank you, Jean, for stepping in and answering the phone calls. I certainly appreciate it. Adios, uh, Alyssa. Yeah. And safe travels. Yeah, and safe travels <laughs> to her. So why don't we go to our first phone call before we take a break? That sounds good to me. Let's pop on down to San Diego, California and talk to Victoria. Hi, Victoria. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Marie? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I had called in before regarding some health issues that I was having. Sure. And my question to you is, I feel like the health issues that I'm having, I I feel like there's some spiritual connection, some spiritual lesson that I'm supposed to be getting. And it's like, I'm not... I'm blocked somewhere, and I can't seem to get clarity on it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, I go round and round in my head, you know. Um, and then the other connection that I feel like it's related to is, is my mother. And right. I couldn't really tell you what that's about. 
I just love um, how insightful you are about that because, like, um, Jean wrote that on the reader board, and I looked over. I go, "Ooh, that's really insightful." It's like you really have done your best to go in and look at this particular perspective, which I so appreciate. And of course, anything that's in our life that's creating a roadblock for us, it is all about spiritual growth. It's about our soul's journey, and it's trying to wake us up about something. Right. Um, what I think is fascinating is your mother still living, or has she passed? No, she's alive. Okay, um, is, how's her health? Well, <laughs> it, I mean, she, as of today, she's fine. I mean, she always has something that's popping up, uh-huh, but yeah. I don't really know. Is it really a health issue or is mm-hmm. it mostly her fear based around her health issues? It mm-hmm. gets very complicated. I know it's really, you know, my issues around my health, it's all connected. And I'm right. really trying hard to right. um, separate myself and see clearly what's Right. What's my part in all of it? And I so, think I'll be able to help you with that. The reason okay. why I asked if, if your mother was living or not is because her energy moves from this world to the next world. So, okay. you know, she's maybe she's contemplating her mortality. And actually, yeah. I think she has for many, many years, probably yeah. most of her life, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so, I'm of course, I'm happy she's still in a body. So this is what I got. I drew out your energy. This is what I do when I'm reading energy of someone that I'm not touching um, with okay. my physical hands. And you have a, a gorgeous crown chakra, by the way, just stunning. It's about 100 miles in length, which is a metaphor to let me know that you have a strong connection to source or spirit or God, mm-hmm. whatever words you like best. The back of your third eye extends about a foot outside of your head, which isn't a huge extension. But what I find interesting is that you're leaking large amounts of energy out of the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And, and this is about the third eye, which is about intuition. And so as I was looking at your question about your mother, which I think you're right on about it, the perspective is, is that you haven't really owned your own intuition. You sometimes defer to other people and you've deferred to your mother, interesting enough, on many things on an energetic level. Or it's that you haven't really put your feet down and and really took a hold of your power in that relationship with her. Yes, that's it. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. And so that's what you need to start doing, you know, and you can do it with love and compassion and kindness. It doesn't have to, you know, because I really sense that you care for your mother and you wish her well, of course, and all of those things. So there's ways that you can do it, but you need to get your, your intuitive, insightful wisdom authority back in your camp and stop deferring to other people. Yeah, and I think what I struggle with the most is when you say that, you know, get, getting my own power back. Yeah. It feels like when I, because I know that's exactly what I need to do, yeah. it feels as a, as a betrayal to my mother. Really? Oh. Well, well, here's an interesting thing. First of all, kids are our best teachers on the planet, you know, and you're still her kid. You know? And sometimes parents don't sit down and take notes. And of course, the most informative time to sit down and take notes is like from age two to seven. If you can follow your kids around with a recorder and get all the wisdom that they're you know, passing on to you, you are a lucky, lucky parent. Your mom didn't do that. You know, right. It's a generational thing, too. You know, you just took care of your kids. You told them what to do. And their job was to do it, you know. Right. Um, so even if if you feel like you can't really say it, maybe you'll reinforce in your mind that you have this really great intuitive authority. And you you may humor your mother with smiles and glances and nice pats on her shoulder if that's as far as you want to go. But you're not going to let her thoughts come into your mind and yeah. take it over. You're going to stay in, oh, I know she's trying to be helpful, but none of this is helpful at all. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm, exactly. yeah, and so... You can do it energetically from a knowingness inside, or you can say, 
little, th- I don't think your mother is going to feel angry at you. And I don't think this is about betrayal. This is really about your fear about being genuinely empowered. You're afraid of it. And, and that's okay. Fear doesn't mean to walk away from it. It means to step into it. Okay. Okay. Um, um, one more question. Sure. Am I on the right path in terms of taking care of my body? Well, um, well, here's what's happened. Because you have such a huge leak at the back of your head, it's been very difficult, I'm assuming, to maintain your health or to keep it stable. And mm-hmm. So when you have vast amounts of energy moving out of any vortex in a leaking manner like yours is, you don't have the energy for supplements to work or right. for exercises to work or diets to work or whatever it is that you've been using medicine um, still needs energy to move into the body and to release toxins and all of those things. So as you take ownership of your wisdom, you'll stop leaking. I mean, you're not leaking at this moment because I've been talking to your third eye and it's yeah. listening to me, but I'm not going to be able to follow you around and whisper in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to... Find your own way to honor um, your wisdom. I mean, and yeah. I mean, seriously, like this is a big deal. And then you'll, you'll continue to not leak or you'll stop leaks if they occur. And then your body can get well. So you, you have made excellent choices. They just haven't like really solidified in your body yet. Do you think seeing a therapist would be one route that would help me kind of empower? You know, I, I love therapy. I, I do. Have you seen a therapist before? I have. I just haven't gone for years, and I thought, well, yeah. maybe I need to talk to somebody. I just don't. Well, I mean, you certainly, you could give it a shot. It's not coming up as, woohoo, yeah, oh, go to okay. therapy. It feels like you already know what you need to do. You need to find ways, and maybe a therapist could help you with that, to stay convicted to what's yeah. in your best interest and not fall off the balance beam. Because that's what you do. You tend to, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, and you take a few steps, and then you get wobbly, and you fall off. Right. And, and sometimes you don't even get back on the beam. Right. Right. So so if you think um, if if that could be a way that you approach therapy, then, you know, I would certainly look at it. A life coach, someone who maybe is even a therapist who can give you some inspiration um, that could be um, effective as well. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day in San Diego. All right. Bye bye. We'll take one more call and then I'll go to the phone lines. I'm having so much fun. Awesome. (laughs) Let's talk to Cheryl in Hoodsport. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm fine. Good, How good. Are you? I'm great, thank you. And I'm full of toast. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I know. Sometimes you're like, wait, I'm I'm coming on the air right now. <laughs> you know, you're either in the restroom or eating food or something, <laughs> answering the door. So what can I do for you? Well, I I was just curious. Um <clears throat> for some reason for like the last six months I have had a lot of pain at the very top of my arm uh-huh. when I lift them up uh-huh. or you know, move them. I've never had this before, and I'm wondering if it's something energetically that I'm just, like, holding tension there or and what it's coming it, from. I've never done anything to create the problem. It feels like the deltoid muscles, um, and they are at the top of the arm. Um, have you been exercising? No, now my phone's cut okay. out. So can you hear me now? Yeah, now I can okay. hear you. So it feels like the deltoid muscles. Have, have you been exercising? Not like I usually do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you been lifting lots of things? No, not really. Okay. So this this muscle is so close to the shoulder. I'm going to take it to the shoulder versus your arms um, in terms of energetically. And shoulders are about burdens. And so is there something in your life that's been like an emotional burden for you? No, not really. Are you sure? 
So here's what I want you to do right now is because your shoulders are telling me, yes, 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 yes. So I, I would love for you to close your eyes for just a moment and kind of just look at the last. Oh, I think we lost her, right? So I'll just continue. Hopefully she's listening on the Yeah. Air. And if not, she can go back and listen to the archive, which is available on your website, energyintuitive.com. Right. And we'll also play this um, particular show a week from today at 9 a.m. in the morning. That's a good which point. Which is really yeah, exciting. Thursdays at 9 a.m. Yes, lovely. So um, what she can do is actually cl- close her eyes and look at the last three weeks. I think there's something that's been a burden. Sometimes we don't realize how you know emotionally we're affected by certain things that are happening in our lives. You know, Because then our, our mental mind says, oh, sure, okay, I can take care of this. And we go through the natural channels of resolving some situation or taking care of Um, another person or something of that nature. And we don't recognize um, how challenging it is. So I'm going to ask this particular person to close her eyes, find out what it is, and then reevaluate if it's something that she could actually delegate for help or maybe second, uh, take a second look at it and maybe not do it at all because it is causing some pain in the deltoid muscles. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live. It was noon here in Seattle. It's about 27 after the hour Pacific time. And we'll be right back. Are you interested in learning more about intuitive healing? Want to learn how to interpret your body's messages for greater health and well-being? Please join Marie as she teaches her very first international workshop in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. Intuitive Health is a two-and-a-half-day workshop beginning October 26th through the 28th at Hollyhock, Vancouver. Marie believes that everyone has the capacity to receive, interpret, and successfully use their senses to heal. Find out more at www.hollyhawk.ca. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Hello, I'm Eric Crema, Operations Manager for Alternative Talk 1150. We value your opinion and invite you to 1150KKNW.com. That's 1150KKNW.com to fill out the 2012 KKNW Listener Survey. Your responses help us shape KKNW to your listening needs. Just by filling out the survey, you'll be entered to win a trip for two to beautiful Victoria, B.C., Complete contest details and your opportunity to help shape this station can be found at 1150kknw.com. You are always supported. You are never alone. From before you were born and throughout your whole life, you are accompanied by your spirit guides. Making contact with your spirit guides is just the first step on an extraordinary path to discovery. To find out how to make contact with the forces that have always been watching over you, join Marie at her Spirit Guide Workshop, Saturday, October 13th at the Lake Union Courtyard. This interactive day-long workshop will help reveal how you can deepen your relationship with your guides and increase their role in your life. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. On the AM band at 1150 and on the FM HD band at 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in the Northwest, Seattle, of course. And uh, getting a shout out again to all the people I met on the East Coast. I had so much fun. And I love the directness, actually, of the folks I met in Boston and New Hampshire. Because I'm a fairly direct person. So it was just refreshing. Uh, it was lovely. And they're funny. They're just really hysterical people. Yeah, just had a great time. There's so. good people wherever you go. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and different. That's the kind of the fun thing is to meet yeah. different types of people. I certainly enjoyed it. Why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? All right, let's talk to Jessica in Portland. Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? Um, I was just calling in. I met or I went to one of your workshops in Portland earlier this year, oh, and I kind of got a brief second. Uh, yeah, it was wonderful. Oh, thank um, you. Thanks for coming. And I got a brief second to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of about, like, just certain anxiety issues and kind of throat. I really feel like I construct a lot mm-hmm. um, towards the throat chakra. Mm. And just kind of checking to see. I've been trying to pay mind to that and kind of expand out and um, checking to see maybe more things I can do to help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also kind of see, I think this might be in relation to it, but um, making a professional transition mm-hmm. and kind of working with <laughs> that um, to, to get me there. Well, yeah, that's definitely what's going on. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, you're also loyal and dedicated to the people you're working for right now. I think that's just your type of personality. Mm-hmm. You know, you give 110%. But you really don't want to anymore? You know, you're kind of like, um, yeah, no. <laughs> and and so you want to do something else that's meaningful for you. Mm-hmm. So have you made a list of those things that are meaningful for you? Yeah, I think I, I, think I have a pretty good idea Great. of where I want to move. I just want to make sure that I'm kind of like dropping this anxiety or tendency to construct. Well, the, like as I move into that, kind well, of like new things that are coming up. Sure. Well, you you know, the anxiety is still there. I don't know what it was like when I saw you, I think, in March when Mm -hmm. I was in Portland. Um, But when I'm on the third layer of your field, there's a lot of, like, what I would call a little bit fragmented or frizzy energy in the field, Mm -hmm. which is from the mental plane, so your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I would recommend that you do as an extra tool is um, this comes from Trevor Blake in his new book, Three Simple Steps. Really great book. And I've been doing this exercise for, oh my gosh, maybe two months now. And it it's changed my life, literally. And it's so simple. So you wake up 20 minutes before you normally do. Grab a, mm-hmm. cup, grab a cup of tea, something like that. And you go sit somewhere. You just sit with yourself. N- not meditate, but just sit with yourself. And it could be outside. It could be indoors. And you just sit there for 20 minutes and you just hang out with yourself when your brain isn't completely awake yet. So you allow neurotransmitters to move into more creative pathways. And what I have mm-hmm. found for me personally, it has reduced my anxiety my own anxiety, um, but it also has allowed me to be more creative in solutions and find quick answers very quickly. So Mm -hmm. I would recommend that you do that. And maybe even after a week of doing it, he even says you could do it for 15 minutes. And of course, you know, whatever works for an individual, Uh, you, within a week, you should be able to notice a remarkable change in that third layer of the field where you won't feel that anxiety pushing up against you. Is that where it's coming from? That's where it's, like, drawing from? Yes. When I look at the rest of the auric field, there is not that fuzzy, frizzy energy. It's just on the third layer of the field, which is the mental plane. In other words, all of your thoughts are imaged, if you will, on an energetic perspective on that the third layer of your aura. So, mm-hmm. you know, your thoughts are more worrisome. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's affecting 
your stress or anxiety level. It's making it more difficult. Uh-huh. And then when you, yes. when you're, while you're there, are there any other places that I should be paying mind to or working on healing or developing? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that fifth um, chakra, you do have a leak um, at some of the cervical vertebrae, like C3, C4, C5. Um, it's, it's a moderate leak. Um, I think it could be even related to work because you're not able to say exactly how you feel about things. Uh So what you could do to help alleviate the the leak is to come home and journal about your day or, or just how you feel about all kinds of things. So, or talk to the wall, or if Mm -hmm. you happen to have a pet, speak to your pet or a rock or, you know, this is when pet rocks would Uh be very uh, (laughs) helpful. I'm a lot older than you, so you may not remember pet rocks. Um, literally someone made millions of dollars by putting rocks in boxes and sending, you know, we bought them on online. Well, no, not online. There was no online thing at the time. But the see, I'll have to look into it. Yeah, right. But you could find a rock outside your house, you know, and bring uh-huh. it in and start to tell it what, what you're really feeling. And this will help with your fifth chakra and the thyroid gland. You have a little mm-hmm. bit of a pink light on your thyroid gland, which could mean that you have low, low normal um, thyroid levels. Um, and so if it, if indeed that's the case, if, you know, the next time you go to the doctor and your thyroid's off, you might want to consider, t- you know, seeing a naturopath and taking herbs for the thyroid gland. Okay. Also speaking your truth, even to a rock can send positive energy to the thyroid gland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you're on the right track. You're, you've definitely made some positive strides and you are convinced now that you need to be doing something else, not from just a place where I have to do it. It's like, oh, I must. It's like you're, you're in that solid footing area. It's really lovely. Oh, well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a gorgeous day in Portland. You too. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Just a moment of silence. My my pet rock actually passed away. So, <laughs> yeah, it makes me sad when you mention oh. the pet rock. Sorry. <laughs> um, let's talk to uh, Maureen in uh, Port Orchard. Hi, Maureen. How are oh, you? Hi. Um, I'm not calling about me. I'm calling about my nephew. Oh, yes. He I'm so sorry, about... by the way. Huh? I'm so sorry, by the way, because the whole family is just kind of distraught and distressed about whatever's going on with him. And I'm just very sorry. Yes, and he um, has been having, he has had seizures for several years now. Wow. It caused a divorce. Um, it caused a lot of problems, and I guess his personality has changed. Mm-hmm. And he's, but the seizures are increasing. Yeah, and the medication's not working. Correct. That's yeah. what my sister has told me. And I, I this started <sighs> back when he was a little boy. Sure. Um, I'm think I know what kind of started it, but I don't want to have the, the blame game. Sure, of course. Anyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and, I've been, <laughs> and I've been doing long-distance healing on him. Good. But um, I just kind of want to know if there's something more. And what's causing it? Is it his, is it his seventh chakra or something else that's yeah, causing these increase in seizures? Yeah, so seizures and anything to do with the brain is about the sixth chakra. So the third eye, intuition, insight, wisdom, all of those beautiful things. And typically when people have problems with their brain, health issues with their brain, it's related to being in denial. So there's something he's not looking at about himself um, that he was refusing to look at, actually. He could be quite clueless about it even. Um, and if he were able to get to that place, which for him, therapy would be really good right now. I mean, twice a week almost would be excellent for him. Uh, because he's so distraught and stressed out, and mm-hmm. and he's had a lot of changes in a very short period of time. E- even the changes he had, if if he didn't have the seizure activity, which you know is just labile, it shows up at 
the least opportune moment for him. And his doctors are doing everything they can to try to find a good cocktail of drugs that will help him. And at the same time, not make him feel uncomfortable, you know, because uh, that can happen sometimes when they finally can find the remedy to get rid of a seizure, you know, a difficult seizure pattern in the brain. Um, sometimes people are too tired or feel unmotivated or more depressed. So therapy would be excellent for him. And then he could actually get down to something that he's been denying himself since his early teens, actually. Um, mm. uh, that would be very helpful. But when you do your distance work, and thank you so much for doing it, focus on his third eye and focus on calming down the brain, just relaxing the synapses that's going on between his trillions of neurotransmitters. You might even find an area where you feel a focus because I'm more, I, I'm, I've come in through the frontal lobe, but I'm definitely deep inside the, like the center of the brain, really, or this, yeah, the center of the brain, but I came in through the frontal lobe. So a little bit more on the left of the frontal lobe, so the forehead, and then deep in like two inches, two and a half, somewhere in there. Maybe focus on that area to see if you can calm it down because it looks a little bit like um, a, a fireworks going on in there. And, mm. you know, and so just send very calming, like cool energy to that part of his brain and see if that helps to reduce his seizure activity. Okay, because um, they're trying, have tried and tried to get him on uh, welfare in the, and that state, and that state has decided it's going to cut all his welfare because they don't have enough money, so his parents are trying to pay for some things, mm-hmm. and I, they're telling me they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Part of that, I think, is true, so I don't know about the therapy for him. I can suggest it. Sure. But, sure. Um, I was just wondering if, you know, if also there were some foods or see some medicine or if I should just continue with the healing because it's a long ways. I never see them. Right. Um, and they're not into alternative no. medicine. They're not into spirituality right. or right. anything like that. Yeah, so. as long as you, ha- you know, as long as he's cool with you working on him, which I think he is, you know, he's yeah. he's looking for any type of help. And that's why the dietary part isn't coming up for me. Not that it couldn't be helpful, but I just don't see him doing anything about it. So I, I would keep up with your energy work. And then things may, as, as that area calms down and you get more cool energy moving into the brain, like blues and greens, that those can be the colors that you focus on when you work on them. Then okay. some more sensitivities might come to light because if he starts to feel better, he may have the energy then to avoid some certain foods. Wheat's the only thing that comes up, but it's not huge on the scale. Um, but that could change over time, his sensitivity. It, as he gets rid of layers of fragmented energy in his brain, then we may have more vision of his sensitivities. But I don't see him compliant, so. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of the compliance is of denial, but the whole family issue, too. Sure, yeah. And that's and okay. That's- so, so while you're there in the whole family issue that you're very aware of on multiple levels, you know, from personal experience and in, intuitive ones, uh, as well, you know, just try try to like just send love to the family situation. You know, even things that seem difficult are really blessings. So, you know, see it all as something miraculous and beautiful and helpful in his life, even his seizures. And that will actually help his brain to calm down, too. Okay. Would it do any good to send his mother, my sister, would it do any good to work on her as far as energy? No. So- I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> at least I didn't for, think so. I thought at least I'd try to ask. Sure. I mean, from my perspective, and you have your own beautiful intuition, and, you know, I encourage you to use it, of course. Um, but just from my perspective, eh, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. 
I didn't I didn't think so. Okay, so the healing work I'm doing, I just continued yes, to do. Yes, if you want okay. to, I think that would be Because I thought it was the seventh chakra, so I was concentrating on the seventh chakra, which didn't make any sense to me, but I thought, well, well it doesn't hurt. You know, the tip of the, of the crown goes directly into the brain as well. So if you're drawn to the seventh chakra, I think that's beautiful to work on it, and then also focus on the third eye. Okay, and but how about his... Um, this chakra, because I'm wondering if he's speaking up enough also. Yeah, he, you know, therapy would be great for him twice a week. So I, I'll, I think I can suggest it. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they'll go for that. Okay, I'll just keep working on him and just hope for the best. Wonderful. Thank okay. you. Have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. So we're going to take another break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show, and we will be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction, with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health and hormones the dvd series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671 i'm gary mans i'm suzanne mitchell we're a nice normal couple doing paranormal talk radio if you're interested in ghosts ufos bigfoot astrology angels or the afterlife in other words if you're like us wired for weird tune in to the experts who join the a-team of alternative talk every week that's manson mitchell friday mornings at 10 and saturdays at 11 on alternative talk 1150 kknw Hello, I'm Eric Crema, Operations Manager for Alternative Talk 1150. We value your opinion and invite you to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com to fill out the 2012 KKNW Listener Survey. Your responses help us shape KKNW to your listening needs. Just by filling out the survey, you'll be entered to win a trip for two to beautiful Victoria, B.C. Complete contest details and your opportunity to help shape this station can be found at 1150kknw.com. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in gorgeous, sunny Seattle. I've just returned from gorgeous, beautiful Squam in New Hampshire. If you get a chance to take the um, art camp next year, I highly recommend it. They have several and different things, too, uh, with traveling. Like They're going to be in Italy in October. I wish I could go, but I'm teaching three classes in October. And in fact, the Reiki workshop is sold out. And so I thank you so much for all the participants who are taking that class. And, and, of course, we do have a waiting list if someone were to happen to change their mind at the last minute. We might be able to sneak you in. Um, and then I have two more classes left for the year. I will be teaching, I, I know you've heard this in the ad spot, but the Spirit Guide Workshop, which is coming up um, Saturday, October 13th, and it's all day long. Um, love it, love it, love it. You can learn more about that online at energyintuitive.com. And then I will be doing my very first international class. I'm heading to Hollyhock, Vancouver. And I'll be teaching a two and a half day workshop on intuitive health. I feel blessed and honored to be able to teach 
something that is my absolute favorite over what I consider a nice period of time. So I know the participants will leave with um, great knowledge and awareness and assessment of what they need to do for themselves and others. So I'm grateful. And that's coming up October 26th through the 28th. And again, you can find that at energyintuitive.com. Why don't we go back to the phone lines, Eric? That sounds good to me. Let's pop on down to sunny Tacoma and talk to Melissa. (laughs) Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm fine. How are you? I'm lovely. Thank you. Well, I just wanted to um, tell you that I've been practicing your intuition exercises in your book, which I just love. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And um, I'm kind of excited to say that I'm I'm starting to sense things in a more positive way. And wow. when I wake up in the morning, I close my eyes again, and I sometimes see things that are really very curious and wonderful. Wow! And Monday morning, I woke up at five, and um, I closed my eyes, and I saw something that I, I, I thought I should um, ask your opinion about. Of course. It was very unusual, and it looks kind of like a gray-black field of energy, something uh-huh. sort of happening either on the molecular or cellular level. Uh-huh. And these little lozen shapes were moving all around. Ooh. I know this sounds very weird. Not to me. <laughs> but in the middle, there were um, the, the shapes were forming like little creatures, and they looked like they were combating each other. <laughs> they looked like crustaceans. And, of wow. course, you say, be curious. Try yes. to stay neutral. Yes. Figure out what you know your intuition is telling you, and they looked crab-like for me, <laughs> yeah. which of course startled me because then I thought cancer. Right. Oh, you you are just so adorable. So I love that you stayed in in that space because a lot of people don't understand that a lot of people are afraid of their multisensory ability. They think that there's something scary out there in the unseen world when we already occupy one of the lowest time-space realities in all of the universes. Earth is eh, not very conscious. I, I love Earth. I, I have a lot of fun. I love being a body. I hope to have many more <laughs> lifetimes here. No, I'm serious. But so many people are are fearful of being outward, you know, like in you allowing yourself to be multisensory in that place because they think it's going to be worse. Well, no, there are many more time-space realities that don't even have words like crime or war or famine in their vocabulary and never have. So oh. so I think you were seeing something of your molecular energy, by the way. Okay. And what it, what it did um, interpret to me is that you were increasing your immune system. It's like your immune system was like increasing your T-cells. And T-cells are kind of like munchers. They they catch bacteria and viruses and toxins, and their job is to kill all those things, right? right? And so I think you were having a molecular, it's possible you were even impartially of your lymphatic system, although that wasn't my first assessment. My first assessment was like on a molecular level, your immune system was increasing and your killer T cells and other beautiful armies inside your body were like getting energized to Great. I know it's good so there was a positive um, thing that I got from your um, from your picture so what that also tells me is that while you play and work in the multi-sensory world it's enhancing your immune system I love that I know it's so good for you I'm gonna keep it up excellent excellent great question thank you so much for calling in you're welcome have a beautiful day you too bye-bye all right, let's uh, go down to Arizona and talk to Camilla. Hi, Camilla. How are you? Hello, Camilla? Hello. Hi, how are you? 
Good. How about you? Thank you very much for taking my call, Marie. Hi. Hi. I was just in your area. Uh, I am at Changing Hands Bookstore in August, actually, last month. I know. I met you there, and I took oh. the workshop with oh. you, which I absolutely adore you, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so sweet. And I'm coming back. I'm not supposed to say it yet. Like, I have to wait another week before I actually say it, but I'm coming back in January. So. I know. I heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, you live in a great part of the world. I had so much fun when I was in Tempe. Beautiful. And I'll be there. Thank you. You know, when it's not as hot, which will be even more fun. So what can I do for you? I have a little bit similar question as previous caller. When I meditate sure. lately, uh, Mary, I do feel that I do see faces, like a silver metallic faces and objects. And, and lately I saw an organ, one of my organs. Wow. And I, it's like I taste colors and, and smell things like I never smelled before. Oh, wow. I love it. Love but it, love it, love it. What happens, like, I get into that state, but it's almost like there is a door, and and I get to the door, and I will not open yeah, the door. Yeah, you're scared. It's so cute. <laughs> but it's the most incredible feeling. And the I actually remember feeling. you now. You sat next to me, now that I've heard your yes. voice, and I remember your <laughs> accent. Yeah, you sat uh, next to me. You have Fabulous energy. In fact, I encouraged you to work in the healing world as a healer, right? Yes, remember? You did. Yes. Yes, you did. So, oh my God, you remember. <laughs> I remember. Yes. Sometimes, you know, if I've met someone, I just have to hear their voice or stand next to them long enough, even if I don't remember them. I would remember you, though, because I sat next to you for five hours. Um, the, you know, then everything comes back to me. So, what what I'd love for you to do is, you know, and you can do this over time. You don't have to push yourself, be kind to yourself, but just be very loving. Like, I love you, Camelia. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. And walk up to that door and open it. Cause I think there's even more fantastic surprises and experiences through that door. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have make it an adventure, be curious about it, but tell yourself that you're safe because you are safe. It's just the personality is afraid. And what most of our personalities are afraid of, and yours was high on that list when we were in class, is we're afraid of our own magnificence. We're terrified mm-hmm. to be the incredible, unique, individual beings that we are. I mean, look at Americans in particular. We work so hard to be like everybody else, you know. <laughs> we, we don't want to stick out. So um, I, I think going through that door will just be more than you anticipated and wonderful. So that's what I would recommend. Yeah, you know, I think I I do feel that I I value most in human beings, individuality and freedom. That's, I think, for me, the top of the list. I agree. I agree. And uh, I, uh, so, but um, on the other hand, yeah, I'm scared because (laughs) you actually asked me that. And I actually, I believe I did say that. That the reason why I'm scared, like, you know, that somebody else will take it away from me. No. And, uh, <laughs> no, it, it's almost like, I, you know, I went through, like, 10-year 10 10 year marriage, and I yeah. kind of had that. I kind of returned to the same thing before my marriage. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was married for 10 years, it's actually, I felt like, you know, I compromised, compromised on both sides, but I didn't have that. So for me, it's like this little baby, which I don't want to lose again. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to lose it. And I, I think that's a. I think it's great that you're aware of your fear. So that's how you can also communicate to yourself since you're aware of your consciousness of the fear as it is right now, too, as it translates to you. You know, Camelia, if I'm saying your name right, you know, I'm. you're not going to lose your individuality or whatever specialness that you've discovered since leaving your marriage. And you are safe. Move forward. Open the door and walk through. Okay. Okay. 
I have a, one more small question, okay, if I quickly, may. Okay, quickly, so we can get to callers. Yeah, okay. yes. My doggy has a little tumor in her mouth, and ah. I was just hoping if I can do anything for her, which I would love to do. Can they remove it? Uh, well, they can, but she's 39 years old, uh. and uh, I don't want to put her through um, the additional pain, I think. Sure. Uh, she eats well. She's very mm-hmm. happy. You know, it doesn't seem to bother her, but I just want to kind of, if I can do anything else for her. Well, you can work on her throat chakra, which will help her mouth, um, but I think the tumor is going to grow. And I would consider, if her labs are normal, if her kidneys are functioning well and her liver for her age, I would consider having the surgery because it looks like a very simple surgery, quite frankly. Okay. Um, Because I think it's going to keep growing. Has it been growing? A little bit. Yeah. So I think it's going to keep growing. And and, and then you can just get it out. And if for some reason, you know, they aren't able to get all of it, at least it'll be much smaller to begin with and it won't you know, keep getting bigger as she ages in a way that's, you know, um, worrisome to you or her. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's my suggestion. You get to do whatever you wish, of course. <laughs> Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. You look pretty lovely, and I, and I look forward to seeing you in January here yeah, in Phoenix. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> you Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. All right, let's move on to our next caller. Well, yeah, a little bit closer. Well, not really closer. No. I mean, my geography is all <laughs> wrong today. Sorry. Let's talk to, uh, I hope it's Yvonne in Dallas, Texas. Hi, Yvonne. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm i so surprised I got through. <laughs> were, we, were we pronouncing your name right, Yvonne? Just checking. I, I say it, Yvonne, but it, it's okay, however okay. people say Okay. It. Wonderful. <laughs> but I, I wanted to say, too, that you and Eric are just delightful. Aww. I just love your conversations. Um, I have listened to you, all of your archives. I was, I've been just going through such a solitary That's a lot period. of archives you've been listening yes. to, a few hundred at least. <laughs> but it's been over the year, you know, at least a couple sure. years maybe. And uh. just that, just the love and the joy and the positivity oh. that you radiate is just such a pleasure. Um it's just wonderful, and I just wanted to thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. And I'm sure Eric feels um, touched, too, by your kind words. I- I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. What can I do for you? Um, well, mm. I, I told the girl, I, is it Alicia? Actually, Alicia? Alicia's on an airplane to Mexico, so Jean That's has stepped right. <laughs> in, thankfully, and is taking the calls. So, yes, Jean, well, yes. Said, well, have a question. So the thing that came... It, the, I think the one thing that you can always ask is, what am I not hearing? Right. Is there something my guidance is telling me that I'm not hearing? Mm-hmm. No, great question. So I wrote out your energy. And uh, surprisingly, or not surprisingly, you know, but what, what I found was interesting, I was writing it out, is that your second and third chakras are quite small. So the mm-hmm. average size of a primary chakra is about two and a half inches in diameter. And yours are like smaller than a penny. So they're, they're tiny. So the, the second chakra governs the emotions. So there's something, oh, I, I know what it is. And this is so interesting because when I was in Squam working with all these artists, which was really fun, by the way, and one of the things um, that was, you know, common with the classes that I taught is that everyone had huge heart chakras. They were very, very empathic. And you have a very empathic heart chakra. So, it, you know, th- there are people who are empathic and then there are people who are like, extra empathic and that's you so you spend a lot of time feeling other people's emotions and in my opinion you tend to avoid your own 
and mm. and I and it's shrinking your second chakra. So I would work on spending more time in the abdomen, which will also free up energy for the solar plexus because they're right next to each other, the third chakra. I would spend more time in your abdomen and do your very best to feel your feelings. Literally, you know, it's like scraping energy out of your brain and bringing it down to the pelvis and then asking yourself, what am I feeling? And, you know, trying to, you know, working at getting more of a consistent awareness of your own feelings. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for calling and have a gorgeous day in Dallas, Texas. You're welcome. And believe it or not, there's a whole metaphysical community here, too. Oh, well, well you know, send your info to um, energyintuitive.com because that's how we've been traveling. People write in to the, to the website and say, hey, here's a bookstore. They might want to have you there. And then we write them and then they say yes. And then I get in an airplane and I go to another part of the country and meet a bunch of new oh, people I, and teach classes. I can hook you up maybe with someone. Um, I did order it for the library. Oh, um, lovely. Lovely. Everyone can do all around the country. I know. So that that's, yeah. That's so, amazing. But yeah, maybe um, we'll get you to come visit. I would. Um, my daughter is now living in Lubbock, so I have lots of reasons to go to Texas. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, Eric, and I thank you for your kind comments. Have a beautiful, hopefully not too hot day in Dallas. No, it's lovely. Oh, good. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I just want to remind people, you can always buy my new book, energyintuitive.com. I mean, <laughs> intuitive self-feeling, excuse me. You can go to the website, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, mm-hmm. all those lovely I'm places. I'm sure there That's is true. a link at energyintuitive.com to buy the book if people want to do that. There is, yeah, so. and there's great yeah. illustrations, and I'm just having so much fun traveling around and writing special messages for people in their book and hearing all the great stories they're having. Um, I'm going to be gone next week. I will be actually in Washington, D.C. for pleasure, hanging out with my youngest daughter, who loves politics even more than I do. Um, and so you will be hearing pre-recorded shows. But when I come back on October well, you 4th... you have to give us a scoop from inside the beltway. Seriously, I can't wait. Um, I will be interviewing Jack Wark, and he is the author of the brand new book that's not even quite out yet, but it will be when he's on the show, The Rational Psychic. He's a Sounds True author as well. I look forward to... Um, learning a lot about him. He, um, I loved his book. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. We're sorry if we couldn't get to your phone call. Uh, really, we are. We do our very best to reach as many people as possible. Have a beautiful day in your part of the world and your time of the world. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.